Well, the limitless one has finally spoken and put to bed all of the rumors. Rampage premieres tomorrow. And the big question for tonight is what is NXT? We have that to cover along with some news. And it's time for us to start this week's episode of the Big Gold Bell Podcast. everybody it is time for another episode of the big gold belt podcast your host here two chains alongside of the giant crab jamal and the silly one himself marcellus gentlemen how you doing tonight doing good doing good good yeah i have an early <laughs> fight tomorrow so let's get this over with oh wow <laughs> right all right um hill will is absent he's on vacation damien is also on vacation uh, so they will not be joining us tonight. So we'll be handling the hot topics for the week. Before we get started, couple of announcements. Our theme song is done by my good friend, Rio Manolo. I want to send him some love and some uh, prayers. He just recently lost his mother. Uh, really difficult thing uh, for anybody to go through. So I just wanted to make sure I give him a shout out. He is on Instagram at Rio underscore Manolo uh, for all your music purposes in case you want to get something done and also you can just keep ahead of his uh of his career uh on instagram so i definitely wanted to make sure i give some love and support to him uh, through these tough times and then i need to give some love and support to my guy the d wayne who i just seen uh it's officially engaged let me never be coming back to the show now <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true i got some planning to do D-Wayne, one of the original members here of the Big Old Belt podcast. Yes, he's officially engaged. Um, man, that's a that's a uh I know this is something that uh has been on his want to do list, so I'm happy for him. Uh Celis has now have another reason why he's not gonna be able to be on the show. Oh, I'll still <laughs> make it. I'll still make it. Yeah, so uh we'll, we'll see where that goes. That's I'm very excited for him and happy for him and the two of them. Yeah. Uh so, you know, definitely wanted to make sure I give him a shout out for that. But um, let's jump into topics tonight. And the big topic is coming out of news that came out earlier today. Mm-hmm. And it revolves a former friend, a uh, former friend, a former guest and friend to the show in Keith Lee. Keith Lee, as we've seen, is back on Raw. He's doing his thing. And regardless of what's happening currently. But the big thing was, well, where has he been? Because, you know, he was getting a major push and everything was going right for him. And then he just disappeared. And people thought all sorts of crazy things, which Jamal can remember all of these things more than I can, which is kind of funny because he's talking about the things people were saying. I was like, yeah, people were saying that. I forgot. Um, so with his uh, absence, tons of rumors speculate, speculating around him. Um, also with his fiance in uh, Mia Yim. Rumors thrown her way. Just a whole garbage fire worth of BS. He came out about two weeks ago and said that he was going to put something out in a week or two. Just give him time. Uh, and and throughout all of this, he's kind of been really positive and, you know, foreshadowing that he was going to speak about this and, you know, just keep him in prayer and or keep positive, whatever the words that he was using. But he finally put out his video, which his video initially, he said it was, what, 13 minutes long? And I think mm-hmm. he cut it down to five minutes and he got to the point. Now, here's the thing. I appreciate him before we begin to the details. I appreciate him doing this because he didn't have to. And you can tell how uh, 
just I guess how much emotion he had in ha- in, in doing this because as a man that if you follow this career or if you've ever met him, this man is talented he is in the ring. He has the most charisma I've ever seen in one body <laughs> and talent in so many different areas. It's just, it's, it's fascinating. So to kind of see him kind of be monotone to have to talk about something was kind of like, okay, this is serious. This is a side we haven't seen in him before. And the fact that he decided to do something that he didn't have to do, I thought was just another level of just uh, courage that, um, you know, I, I I didn't see it happening this way. And and, and considering the subject matter here, uh, it's just something else as well, too. So, you know, since we started off the show, giving out a lot of love and support, definitely want to continue to give him love and support and prayers to everything that he's been through um, and the journeys ahead, because you just never know. And I think that, this right here is a prime example of folks that's needed, <coughs> excuse me, to just be patient and see how things, you know, play out and be positive regardless. Just be positive because the rumors that was attached to him and all the things that people were saying, dirt sheets and uh, the the wrestling enthusiasts uh, with, with PhDs and uh, rumor, uh, rumor studies. You were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. But uh, Jamal, I let's let's do this. Um, we're going to give our reactions to it because there's nothing to debate here. Uh, but Jamal, I, I, before you give yours, I kind of want you to kind of sprinkle a little bit more about the direction and the tone of what people were kind of foreshadowing for his absence. Well, it was the internet, so people were foreshadowing everything. I mean, people thought that it was because Vince didn't like him. Vince doesn't like black guys. He was too big. He was too small. He wasn't Goldberg. He was. Um, he kept doing flippy indie shit. Uh, it was because he was couldn't wrestle WWE style because he got over on his own. Yeah, um, it wasn't good and, enough. Go back and train. I forgot about that. Yeah. Go back to I the mean, performance was, center. You know, like, hey, go, go back to the performance center. <laughs> uh, then there was the issue with his theme song. There was the issues, uh, you know, with uh, his um, uh, his name, the name itself, the copyright issues that may or may not still be a thing. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Even the gear. His wrestling time, too. Yep. Uh, the gear. So for yep. him you know, uh, to come out and say that, you know, he's been dealing with health issues doesn't necessarily mean that he, that all of the other things that people were talking about weren't true. It's just that, that he can confirm that he was dealing with this health issue and the health issue was an inflammation of the heart, um, uh, heart, you know, muscle. And it was, um, uh, something to be looked at because it's your heart kind of need mm-hmm. that only got one can't fuck it up so you know and to wwe's credit and this is of course during the time of covid like high peak covid where we were lambasting wwe for their lax covid properties and stuff like that and doctors really couldn't find out what the deal was with them so they said like listen you would do a job that exerts all the physical activity so if you're going to do anything that make a sandwich we're not you know going to have risk it doing that uh, you could argue that it's a liability issue for WWE to send him out there to work and his heart fucking comes out of his nose. Or you can tell him that, you know, hey, uh, they really want to look after the guy um, and make sure that he's okay because bad press is still bad press. Now, the question I have is, you know, he obviously didn't address anything other than his health condition. And that is, you know, pretty brave of him to do so, um, especially in WWE in wrestling in general, but especially WWE where you're supposed to be bulletproof, infallible, you know, larger than life, you know, superstars. And to say that somebody has uh, a mysterious heart condition or cancer or Crohn's disease or lupus or something like that, you know, these are, uh, you're supposed to be Superman. And Superman doesn't have, uh, you know, diabetes. So it is, um, you know, a really good of him to come out and, you know, in, in a way that's like, hey, you know, don't be afraid listen to your body, listen to what your body's telling you, and don't be afraid to answer it back with, you know, good medical care. But, uh, and also good on WWE for getting him the treatment that he needed uh, at the time that he needed it, instead of bullshitting around, which, you know, they have done in the past about other things. But also, um, the only thing that he's really lost is time. And of course, the ability to not train, you know, for his job while he was on the shelf, I wonder how it affects his contract. We've seen how injuries pause a contract before. 
you know, he was out five, six months. Does that mean that he's still in WWE plus five or six more months? Um, you know, will WWE risk anything strenuous? I'm not saying that that means the difference between him and a ladder match or not, but how what what how are, are they scrutinizing him a little bit more and what his activities are? You know, maybe he body slams somebody, but maybe he can only body slam by somebody under his weight. Uh, who knows? Uh, who knows what that looks like going forward? But um, or personally, uh, for his health, does he retire? You know, so there's a lot of unqu- uh, unknown questions and a lot of, uh, you know, forks in a row that he's going to have to to walk and, uh, you know, much respect and, and power to him for um, putting it out there publicly, especially in the midst of so much scrutiny. And one thing that I can't understate enough, uh, Mia Yim is a real one. Just so you just like, let's just be clear. Um, you know, if you the fact of the matter is and he, you know, shouts her out too, is that um, who knows where he would be. Uh, without her physically, um, mentally, because catching COVID is rough. Um, it, it's 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 a, both a mental and a physical game that wears on you. And and Mia William uh, definitely stood by him and stuck it out with him, contracted COVID herself, and you know, you want one like her. And 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 to 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 add to that, and also stood on the front line and had to deal with the scrutiny directly. Mm-hmm. For him, and a real one for sure. Ride or die. All those slogans that everybody be talking about, <laughs> relationship goals, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She's walking that life. She's she's about that. I- Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I'll just add this too. Speaking from a guy that is like not even half of Keith Lee's size, you know, health conditions comes in any shapes or sizes, and I, and I'm very appreciative with Keith Lee being honest about that because even even for myself who lost my father when I was only three years old and he was under 50. And that's like a, a risk for, for me, you know, for heart attacks and things of that nature. So that's why even at 22, when I got my own health insurance, primary care health physician, I wanted to get a heart doctor. Um, it's nothing that you need to play around with. And him being honest and transparent about that, it brings a vulnerability that's not easy to do, where you have to contact and communicate with, with the internet. And like you said, Jamal, the internet is like terrible. They feel like, they're never wrong and they always want to put the worst out of things when you don't know the whole story. And just speaking of him being articulate of what that meant for him, how he needed to improve his own health and what he needed to do for himself first, because like you said, he's not the youngest, you know, pup in, in the ring right now. And due to the fact that he needs to make sure he takes care of himself in order to better his future with his uh, building family that he's doing, being engaged about being a married man, you know, he needs to make sure he looks out for himself first. So regardless of what we do in life for money, you know, our health is our number one priority because like, like we all said, you can drop instantly like that in a second with no cause or, or formation with it and dealing with COVID, dealing with all this stuff and him being transparent about it, you know, it brings a new realm to it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that can continue to build him up. Cause I was wrong at first couple of weeks ago, I thought WWE was going to put him under the rug based on how they was booking him back in. But hopefully this can spark something where they can continue to build him up and use this story as something where he can maybe be like a Titus O'Neil or maybe be like another face to help guide what he needs to show about health and safety because that's something very important that you can bring with WWE that bring awareness. Two two things to add to that. So one, this isn't a storyline, folks, just for anybody because this, this is the IWC. This is no storyline. It's no gimmick. This was not something that they put him up to do. To Marcella's point, this is definitely around... It this reeks WWE's uh, marketing uh, office where they're like, we appreciate that. We can use this. Yep. And if they can, then this is a good thing because I can't tell you how many wrestlers I know that says that they'll die for it. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many wrestlers I know that has been injured and don't have health insurance and looking around trying to figure out how they can do this, this and that. And the reason why that's is why this is important is because it tells you that although you may be feeling good or, or although things may be going good in your career, <laughs> you gotta pay attention to your health. Don't wait till you get hurt. Don't wait till you're on the bench. Don't wait till you don't have a booking. Anybody of any size or any stage anytime. can have at any time can have anything happen. And I mm-hmm. think with him coming to the forefront like this. 
hopefully this is one of the ones where everybody started saying, oh, shoot, maybe I should get myself myself checked, you know? And if he can be that model, considering the array of... He's worked everywhere. Yep. So if he does this and he can be that person to do so, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a, it's it's absolutely a benefit. And I and I and I want to add one other caveat to this too. Mm-hmm. Black men. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who is a professional wrestler, and he is in shape, mm-hmm. regardless of what you believe. He's in shape, and it's funny because he's the smallest of his family. <laughs> DNA don't lie. <laughs> he is in shape. And, and 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 this is how they this is how people are built down in Texas, by the way. Mm-hmm. And for him to have any type of issues of this sort, this tells you that you can wrestle twenty four seven, train twenty four seven, and something still can happen. And it ain't just one of those ones where it's just like, oh, it's a it's a it's a cut on the finger. I'll be out for a day. No, you could be on the bench for a couple of months. And I think mm-hmm. that this should be an example for anybody to just make sure that you routinely check and have checks. Now I got to go to Will's point. Will made a comment earlier um, in our chat and our discussion about about this. He wasn't here, so he wanted to uh, give some contents to this as well, too. And he said that in another era, this story has a good chance of having a different ending. And I thought I knew what he was talking about. So I was like, okay, well, elaborate. He said, well, in the 90s, the Wild Wild West 90s, uh, with no commission involved, these guys aren't getting checked by docs as much and mainly only, only getting drug tested. This is yep. something that if everybody that likes to point the finger at WWE and blame them for whatever it is, this is un- this is this is this is the revolution of medicine testing better uh, uh, physical health and uh, education. Yep. So that going forward, we don't have incidents like we had in the past yep. where you were only worried about steroids or muscle relaxers. This is legitimate testing. These, and, and again, I premise the black black man thing. These are the things that could go underdetected, especially in our community, that could be fatal. And the fact that they were able to pick that up, this is why we have more time with him. Because this could have gone anyway. And, you know, irregular blood, and this is what we'll say, irregular blood work isn't the kind of thing that would get checked unless these guys are staying on top of their own doctor visits. Now, folks, I'm willing to roll the dice here. How many wrestlers do you think in the 90s in a roster of just 20 people? How many of those do you think were, were regularly getting blood tests? <laughs> in the 90s? I mean... Gilbert Arena's number here. Gilbert Arena's jersey number. Easily. I was going to say Tony Delk. I add, a, I add an extra zero to it. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, you got to give them a nod and him ultimately a nod of being aware of these things. And this is something else important because I said this. I said this is I I said, you're absolutely right. This is an example of this reminds me of somebody. And I couldn't think it was. And he was like, well, remember how Eddie Guerrero died? He literally Mm -hmm. was brushing his teeth and collapsed. So dental health. (laughs) Something that also, if you don't get checked, a toothache could just be fatal. Well, I mean, just take care of yourself. That's really what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But, That's it. But two chains, I want to add one more quick point that you mentioned too. And when you think about this, it's very important, especially with African American men, black men. You know, heart disease is probably one of the most infectious killings of all you know for for the african-american race I think, and this is got to be our biggest in our community I and, think and this is a huge and once again i'm not trying to put publicity and trying to make this an awareness for a money grab i'm not but if you want to bring awareness to a specific group that's of your wrestling fan base and use this for a positive spin to change people's lives to save people's lives just the fact that he could speak on African-American men, especially the building of African-American men in this business. Your raw champion, your WWE champion is an African-American man. Use that to you know, set the foundations of what you could do for your health and safety, especially in the time that we're in, because we can't play around with this. Guys are dropping down in their 30s and 40s that shouldn't be doing that at this age when we have a life expectancy in the 70s and 80s. So it shouldn't be happening this way. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jamal, anything you want to add on this? Not, not particularly, but um, but good on him, and uh, hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah, let's stay healthy, folks, and let's stay blessed up, prayed up, and blessed up. All right, mm-hmm. let's go to uh, AW Dark. 
I mean, dark, because that's not the new show coming out. Nope. It's Rampage. So here's the thing. We know that Rampage is going to be the new show that is uh, basically the continuation of Dynamite, which mm-hmm. is going to be premiering this Friday on what network? TBS. 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 Is it on TNT? This year until everybody moves to TBS. Gotcha. 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 So Jamal, I'll give it to you so you can kind of set the dinner table here. So the big question, of course, was how will Rampage work? Uh, The stories have been that Rampage will be a continuation of Dynamite. Uh, Let's just say that Dynamite is three hours now. And instead of it being three continuous hours, the third hour will air on Friday. So that kind of got my mind thinking as to, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're going to have, uh, you know, a match spill over into the next hour and the next hour be on Friday? Are we going to have, you know, storylines that they tease, you know, that start on Dynamite, end up on Rampage? You know, you know, you know how Raw would start off with this, uh, something happening backstage and then uh, 45 minutes later at the top of the next hour, oh, we know what our main event is going to be. Um, is that something that's going to happen with Rampage? And yes, they kind of did that. You know, matches that did happen and events that did happen on Dynamite eventually uh, were led up to be booked on Rampage. And I think that's kind of the way they're going to go with it, you know, going forward, where this was interesting, but we're not done here. Let's settle it on Rampage. Um, sure. Uh that doesn't necessarily scream third hour to me. That really screams like Sunday night heat, mm-hmm. which, which doesn't have to be a bad thing. Um, not exactly what they said, but okay, fine. I'm willing to go with it. Uh, so the big uh, thing is that uh, Britt Baker in her hometown as the heel champion is facing big baby face, red velvet, um, who got booed out of the gym. Uh, uh, for the AEW Women's Championship. Definitely was checking my notes like, wait, who's the face? Who's the heel here? Uh, right. Just throw, just throw it out the window. <laughs> right. So throw it out the window because uh, Britt came out in a Steelers-inspired um, jacket that had yeah. the Pirates logo and the Pens logo on each uh, shoulder. Um, definitely had like the, the Britsburg terrible towels, you know, for the people in the front row. Yeah. You tell her she's not the face in this match. Um, but I, <laughs> so I guess the, the big question is, as far as Rampage goes, it starts at 10 o'clock. Yeah, damn, buddy. Is there anything about it that you're hearing now that makes episode number one a must-see? Now, granted, it starts at 10 o'clock, and so what? Raw ends at 11. SmackDown ends at 10 o'clock in the East, and you can just parlay that into more wrestling. 11 o'clock isn't like the witching hour, but if you don't have anything to do that's going to tie into Rampage, is that appointment television at 10 p.m. on Friday night? All right, so hold on. We got we got to add some more, some more contents to this. What do you all do? What do you all mostly do on Friday nights? Let's just say around a weirdish 840. What, what are you probably doing? I'm watching baseball. Okay. If I'm probably watching wrestling or watching a movie if I'm not out the house. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, so I'm, that, if I'm at home, I'm definitely watching baseball. Okay, so, but what's the percentage of in-house, out-of-house here? Well, COVID. So whatever whatever that number is, divide that by COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. That COVID quotient is pretty high. It surely is. You have to, to put square it in the square that. And then have the exponent be COVID. Right. So... Whatever you think that is. And there's no <laughs> remainder with it. It's no, COVID takes it not, all. There's no, no remainder. COVID got it all. Nothing's left over. <laughs> ain't no remainder. Mm-mm. So yeah, it's clean math right there. Three, Y'all are ridiculous. Right. COVID R squared. Y'all are ridiculous. COVID, COVID is almost like the infinite sign. You know, put the little two, like, <laughs> infinite. Put the COVID on there. That's, like, right. that's where you, you, know, you broke the calculator when you see COVID on there. Right. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> all right, so. All right, you know, anyway, so what's your bedtime? <laughs> That's a good well, on, okay, so on a Friday night in general, um, mm-hmm. it would probably, it really depends. On this time of year, uh, I'm watching rugby, uh, maybe until about 1 a.m., live from Australia. 
um, Chocolate Pro Wrestling from live from Japan usually starts at about 9 p.m. Uh, they do a show on Friday and Saturdays. Um, FMW is not going to be on Friday, but they're doing a show on Saturday, and that starts at like you know 1:30 in the morning. So I have reasons to stay up, um, but because you know personally I don't have cable, so finding Rampage to watch live is a little bit is kind of like is it worth is is the juice worth the squeeze in that regard? Yeah. And also, it's ten o'clock, so if I'm home, then I'm just winding down anyway. You know. I would agree. Like, yeah, I would agree. If I'm in the bed, I'm probably in the bed. Maybe ten, ten thirty, getting yeah. older, so I'm not staying up as, as much as I used to. I don't but know, I don't know about you, but like the watching like the show is a little bit more of an animated experience. It's like, <laughs> yo, it's like, oh shit, it's, it's time for Dynamite. It's time for Raw. It's time for NXT. I'm wide yeah. awake. I don't have that same feeling in front of the television, yeah. you know, at ten p.m. that I do it exactly. Yeah, Joe, look, I'm at ten. I'm definitely coasting to be trying to. Turn the TV. Uh, look, I'm try- looking for the remote to turn the TV off, or mm-hmm. it's already it's still on, and I'm already knocked out. Like mm-hmm. unless I'm out, but obviously de- depending on t- t- the the ratio of, of COVID numbers. Yeah, got COVID. yeah, but but like I to to the question because I danced around it. I honestly do not see me ever tracking to watch something at ten o'clock back in. Mm. The uh uh back in the day when I was a huge fan of Mad TV or even SNL, <clears throat> even that, <clears throat> excuse me, even that was a struggle of just mm-hmm. trying to stay up for it. Mm-hmm. And now that we're in this era where you just don't have to because you can catch the replay or whatever, Overcourt. it's just never the point. So then you just unprogram all of that and then you just say, hmm, yeah. I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that kind of makes TV watching a bit lazy, to be honest with you. Like, I, I get it. It's convenient as all hell. And there are times where I do wish I had a DVR, but realistically, uh, I kind of like watching stuff live and reacting to it live or as it aired sure. originally. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, except Ring of Honor, because that's 2 in the morning, and I don't really need to do that. But, but also, how much how much reaction you got about 10 o'clock? <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, oh, not, oh, this Another thing, another thing is a, a here's a here's a good thing. When a movie comes out on Friday, when are you buying tickets? Back in the day, you wanted those late tickets. Yeah. No one is looking to be out looking for a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock ticket for whatever it is. Yeah, you can miss me with those midnight screenings. You can go to hell. Oh, oh uh-huh. yeah. They used oh, to be yeah. back in the day. I, it, it, I'm sorry. It's unfortunate to the reason why they decided to stop doing them. But also, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> because, right. Yeah. Why would I pay $17 to see a movie at midnight that's going to get out at 2.30 in the morning when I could pay $5 to see it at 10 a.m. the next morning? <laughs> there you go. There you go. 100%. <laughs> These are questions. These are questions. It's 100% correct. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, those so, 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 those, so those nine o'clock the day before? Oh, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> so, this, so, this is the question then. So, since, Donna, since the hour of the program, Kind of makes it a toss-up. What would that match be, considering what they're doing at AEW now, that would make it must-see, yo, 10 o'clock, I'm there live, no DVR? I I don't see us any match that I would use. And none. Like, any, for anybody on the roster, it doesn't intrigue me that I got to watch this. This is a they, dream match. They would have to do this, and even this is a reach for me. They would have to make Rampage be almost a special showcase show where you're getting exactly what they're trying to aim for with this one, where you're like, hey, I got an Impact talent versus the AEW talent or a New Japan talent or AAA in this. You have got to make it special feature so that that is the place, the only place that you get it. It has to it, it, it now has to become a draw outside of just AEW. And I think with them doing this Kristen Cage thing for the Impact World Championship and uh, Brittany, Brittany Baker and being a hometown, so that's just that. Obviously. And Brittany Baker's a draw, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, for who? Um, but I think you have got to make this be a special attraction show. Well, and please, please. Championship matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, beyond just the recipe of what if you didn't if you didn't know no better could this same car be on dynamite 
Absolutely. Which exactly. is kind of the really point, good. since it's a continuation of Dynamite. Yep. So we're not getting anything more or less than a normal Dynamite show. But, right. Okay, so, then, then no, 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 here. no, 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 no. But when, when uh, so I think this is the other thing I want to bring up. And let's, let's actually, let's go to commercial and then we'll come back to, uh, let's rephrase this question a little bit. Yeah. What do we want the identity of Dynamite and Rampage to be? Since they are the continuation, what does that mean? Let's 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 go with that. Let's let's do this commercial real quick. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back one second, folks. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy fun, and affordable, because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now, I'm looking over here at the hot honey Brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. All right, folks, we're back for our second half here of the Big O Bell podcast. Catch us each and every Thursday live 8 p.m. on our socials. So coming back, we're going to uh, finish off our topic with Rampage. Now, we talked about, you know, what would, what would be a draw for us to watch it? But let's, let's talk about the identity just a little bit here. So Dynamite is the premiere show. Dynamite is their number one show on TNT, the main storylines, your big matches. It's the reason why we're here. Dark is, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. and then I was going to say, and Dark Elevation is what Dark used to be? I don't know. Okay, we'll come back to that. But either way, I, I, can, inf- I can ensure that Dark implications do not affect dynamite wins and losses and uh storylines so they well, are separate I mean, to be fair wins and losses within aew count However, okay due to strength of, like just the equivalent of like strength of schedule if they use for college football uh <laughs> your opponent matters so it's not we doing bcs rankings no basically that's kind of what it is yeah it is you're you right know? you're so, right like if the colton gun is the boise state of aew Mm-hmm. He's 18 and 0, <laughs> and no one gives a shit. <laughs> but uh, Christian Cage has a title match, and I think he's won like he's 6 and 0 or 7 and 0 or something like that. So he's so Ohio Christian State. Christian Cage, definitely LSU, Boise State, Colton Gunn. Guess who has a title <laughs> match on Friday? LSU. Uh, guess dude, who has two title matches? Dude, you're ridiculous. <laughs> you're ridiculous. But okay, I, mean, I mean, first of all, I don't even want to talk about wins and losses because I hate the fact that independent talent gets brought in to be to pat stats. So we're gonna make the same reference. This is like LSU facing a MEAC team. It's just like, come exactly. on, dude. Like, LSU versus Coppin State. They're still Division One. <laughs> they're still Division One. Right. These teams must be played. Dude, like. <laughs> Somebody's getting money on that. <laughs> right. You're hey, yo. in the West Baltimore thinking you're going to win 72 to nothing. Okay, well, maybe you are. Let's no, don't, don't come to LSU there. for that. But just yeah. the game cut. I will never, ever forget in my life when Joe Flacco, when he was at Delaware, faced Dale State. I was like, they got to stop these things. And by, by the way, at my school, we, we got Blake Griffin. And all I know is that he had three plays on ESPN Top ten, and he only played the first half. <laughs> like dog, like y'all uh, gonna bring him in? <laughs> yeah. Y'all gotta stop this, man. Like we're we're HBCU, man. Like come on now, this is this is murder happening. But um, okay. So Dynamite is a premiere show. It's the A show. It's why we watch it. Elevation, excuse me. Uh, Rampage is the continuation of Dynamite, right. which means, as you said, things that could happen in uh, Dynamite 
could eventually roll over into Rampage. So the way I see this is that main storylines on Dynamite can continue on Rampage, not dark, not dark elevation, whatever it may be. So you, both of these shows are going to be talking the same language. That's what I get from this. But and to our question is, then what makes it a draw? Come back to that in a second. But if this is going to be the thing, I still think that if you're going to make this another day and at a drastically inconvenient time, you still want to make sure that Rampage is when the third and fourth slot on, on, on your batter's uh, roster are coming up. This is what you want to happen. You, you want your big hitters coming up to the plate soon. And that's what I think Ram- Rampage needs to be. And I pray to God Rampage does not become a nesting ground for the Big Show and Mark Henry and any of them. And whatever the network may be wanting to try to draw in, because it's just not going to work. I legitimately well, think... We're having a four-man booth, so, which includes Jericho, Mark Henry, Excalibur, and Taz. <laughs> so they're going to need a bigger table. Yeah, but I, again, I just, I just think for the draw reasons, I think they're going to have to make the things that happen in Rampage, rather, you know, you got things get... So you, so, so we, we understand when certain things happen during a show, it ends up resulting into a match that happens next week. But instead of it happening next week, it happens on Friday. But I also think that these are the things that should... Championship matches or big main events or whatever it may be, don't go into next week. It just goes to the end of the week. And well, maybe I mean, that's enough to make people want to watch it. There, though, it is only an hour show. Mm-hmm. So they're doing three matches. They don't have to do three matches. I mean, if, if they, they really could point. just do a 40-minute long you know, championship match. Um, yeah. Because they only need 44 minutes of content. So, do, do they get more wiggle room to go over their hour mark at this time of night? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't think there's any reason to go to uh, to overrun. Uh, somebody no. has to. Somebody yeah. has to pay that bill. Yeah, I get it, but I hate the fact that if you're going to put a championship match and then squeeze it into this box of like it has to be done by it, then it starts making things predictable. If you take that cap off, then it does also okay. now so, make so, things so interesting. Listen, listen, this is the you know, scenario. Whatever, whichever championship match it is, it doesn't matter. Um, women's championship match. Mm-hmm. They had it on dynamite. There was a fault. There was a, the match got thrown out because of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. They scrapped the match and have it on Rampage Friday night, and they go the full sixty minutes. Okay. I mean, and you could advertise that, you know, hey, well, you know, the championship match is going to go on, and if, and if you know the second match is going to be whatever the fuck. Hey, you know, we had to postpone that second match because this championship match will not end, and we're just going to we're just going to take it as long as it goes, and it ends in fifty five minutes. Yeah, you know, I mean, like yep. these are they, they could do that, and it doesn't add an extra toll to the uh, to the show. So there are some storyline implications there. Whether you could start a thing on Dynamite and be like, "Well, I'm not ready, but I'll be ready Friday." This yep. is what I would add to it. I, I'm thinking, and once again, we had a time where we had COVID, where we had to try new things, and things worked out. Let's play more cinema COVID. Yeah, what, what, well, it was still in it. What brings some more cinematography in there where you could expand on storylines? Because sometimes when you have so much talent that you're building up on Dynamite, take time to maybe have some cinematic moments that you can do on Rampage that can help build storylines or like be a to be continued to look forward to end on Rampage. That could be something Not that you could that. do. A cinematic match itself could happen on Rampage if on a show that's taped. Mm-hmm. That way, it's not spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the full experience of the match and everybody gets to watch it equally. Yep. That's kind of the, the one thing that's not concerning because the internet's on the internet anyway. But when you have a high profile match that's taped for air, it doesn't matter if it's two days or two minutes. The internet's going to spoil it. And if you're yeah. looking for it, you're going to be spoiled. Yeah. So how do you yeah. get around that? All right. So quickly, quickly. So we go to our next topic. What's the one thing you want for Rampage going forward? We know what's happening this week. What do we want the, the following weeks to come? One thing. I want to build more personable storylines, make it more cinematic. So that way you're building up the characters and not just the wrestlers itself, because you're expanding on the roster. Give a chance to people to bring up their personalities that can bring more 
in-ring storylines or stuff that you can make it more impactful. I actually want the opposite of that. I want more wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. If you want, I would put the storyline and character building on the show that people are definitely going to watch, mm-hmm. and that is Dynamite. Uh, you're going to have uh, a lot more eyes on that product, and if you mm-hmm. if you're going to guess who a person is, uh, you shouldn't have to guess because you should have watched Dynamite on Wednesday. So gotcha. I think that they should not bullshit each other and have if they're going to have three matches this week. I hope that there are three 15 minute matches. If you're Agreed. going to have, you know, because you really only need 45 minutes of content in an hour minus commercials. Yeah. So that's three 15 minute matches, um, you know, with entrances and all that stuff from the time the music starts to the time the bell rings, that's 15 minutes. Yeah. And I think that that's pretty damn good on TV. 15 minutes is a long time for a match on TV. And okay. these are championship matches. So they definitely should get the extra, the extra push. So I really hope that they focus a little bit more on wrestling and leave the storyline stuff to the show that people watch. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off. Of, I'm gonna piggyback off of that and say, yeah, I want, the, I want to understand why Camille and Layla Hirsch is a big match on Dynamite, and I want to see it pay off on Rampage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that, that actually would make sense. If you're gonna open the forbidden door, wait, where's my quotation? Mark? Open the forbi- forbidden door, then let us know who these people are. So let's stop assuming that we know, and let's stop making it solely based on your AEW talent because. Dark used to do this, and then it didn't. So if you're going to continue to do this or, 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 or open the door, the forbidden door, then at least let us invest into who these people are. I'm sorry, but if you're not watching NWA, you're like, this is just clearly uh, the, the uh, what, what, what's the uh, what's the biblical battle? Um, David, uh, David and Goliath. Goliath. Thank uh, you. One's really tall, one's really short, and it doesn't look like it's. And why, why should we even even invest in the NWA title? Talk talk about that, you know, all that other stuff. By the way, uh, Serena Deep cut a hell of a promo on her Instagram. I mean, on her uh, or whatever it was on her socials. Uh, she's tout. out of the boot. She's yeah, tout. Uh, but um, yeah, that's all I want to see. I want to see them give us the theatrics on Dynamite. Let the resolve happen on Rampage. Let the wrestling happen on Rampage. Make the special attraction, the special match happen that you only can watch there that people need to tune in to see it. So, um, But next topic, because we're going to make sure we cram this in before our time is up for the night. This is a flat-out easy question, folks. With all the releases in NXT, and it's not spring cleaning because they've already done that, and this is not even making sure that the spring cleaning is still intact because that's already happened. This is the purge. So with everybody, with a bunch of names being uh, released from NXT in all different positions, some in storylines, some uh, we haven't seen, some are vets, some are rookies, all sorts of things. And then there's rumors going around about body size and what's the and 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 what's the model wwe wrestler and all these other sorts of things we don't know all just rumors we don't know we don't know we don't know what vince type is and although historically we know what it is things have changed people have changed people have become stronger and smaller bodies people have been faster and bigger bodies it's hard for him to say that he's still looking for the same thing because I'm pretty sure that anybody with their eyes open know that you can get a tight end as fast as a wide receiver nowadays, and you're not going to skip that wide res- that tight end because they're not Terrell Owens. So just, you know, go throw that out there. But the flat-out question, folks, is what the hell is NXT then? <laughs> because I'm starting to com- – regardless of the people being cut, I don't know what the identity of this show is. I'm starting easily by saying that I thought NXT was being built as a third brand and everybody on my team has been constantly telling me to eat my words. If they're not a third brand, all that bamboozling they did two or three years ago at Survivor Series and all that false hope that I had, throw it away. They're not a third brand. They're just there. And if they are developmental, Vince doesn't realize they're there. SmackDown Raw, doesn't recognize them. People come up and it's just like, oh yeah, I forgot about their whole other career before this and all this other stuff, right? So simply, folks, Marcellus, you first. What is NXT in the year 2021? 
NXT will replace main event and be on Peacock and it will lose its license on USA. And it's unfortunate <laughs> to say, um, but that's the way it's going because you can easily just either build these guys in the performance center or you put them on Raw SmackDown. That's where your money is. One USA show, one Fox show. They're going to make it on one of those shows or they're going to still be on that developmental. Now, because mm. we're going back to live uh, audiences and house shows, you can bring them on the traveling party where they can be on the dark matches. But if they're not getting any action on the dark matches, they're going right back to the performance center. And then NXT will be that showcase where maybe, maybe once every four months, you can get a chance to see them on a special pay-per-view for NXT takeovers. That can still happen, but you won't get a chance to see what it is on live TV. I think what it should have been is what you were saying. That's what it should have been. But WWE kept on not giving them the power that it needs to be to be successful. So it just lost its heat. And then when you think about the budget cuts, who's going to be the first to go? All those guys on the NST chopping block. So, unfortunately, that's what it is now. I don't see NXT surviving their contract. I don't know how. I think it's till 2023, uh, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm mistaken. Uh, somebody correct me. I don't see USA Network looking to renew that, uh, that property. Uh, I'm not sure why they would. WWE isn't going to look outside of NBC. I think what's going to happen is that USA Network is not going to re- uh, renew it. WWE is going to dissolve NXT and disperse the wrestlers wherever. Most will get cut. Some will land on main event in 205 Live because those are taped on the main roster uh, side of things. And, you know, we'll pretend that NXT never happened for the past seven years. <laughs> well, folks, I can't argue that one. I, I'm going to throw it to anybody that's listening to us, uh, whether live or, or listening back to our podcast episode. What is NXT? <laughs> And if you don't know what it is currently, what do you want it to be going forward? Because right now it is definitely having an identity crisis and a separation anxiety because it's a whole bunch of I don't know. And I'm not I'll be honest. You two. You're not wrong. It's definitely trending in that direction. And that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. NXT had its own style at a point. It went from developmental. And then it went from a super indie. And then it went from the thing to watch in WWE. And it had its own style. And then it started trickling with the idea of being the third brand. And then it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like it juiced up too much. And then the heart stopped breathing. <laughs> like, it's sad to say. And God knows they got all the talent in the world still with everybody even being cut. They have all the talent in the world. And Whew, man, unfortunate, unfortunate. So we'll we'll see where it goes. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know well, what to I mean, make it, of it. It lasted seven years to you know to, to today, um, two thousand you know twelve, two thousand fourteen, something like that is when it finally hit WWE Network. Uh, I think the problem with NXT is that it tried to do too much too quickly. Um, I think I, I think there's three things. They tried to do too much too quickly. Um, a lot of their personality came from that full sale crowd. Um, oh, here, here we go. Here we go with this again. Eva Marie is the greatest heel in WWE <laughs> history. <laughs> and the reason why is because that full sale crowd did what they did. They booed her so loudly that Bailey had to get closer to hear her to make sure that their lines were correct. <laughs> they weren't across the ring, they huddled up. From the booze, so you can't you can't understate that. Um, and that's uh, like so it's the crowd, it's the fact that they try to do too much, and it's also the fact that AEW is is basically their competition, and they're doing a lot of their things better. AEW is a competition to the main roster. They present two different all. styles of wrestling. So even if AEW moves to uh, Monday night, I don't think there's going to be this. I don't think there's overlap there. I don't think. WWE fans are going to have to choose between one or the other. Because if you're a Roman Reigns guy, there's nothing for you on Dynamite. If you're a Jericho guy, you have no reason to watch Raw. I mean, that that's like, seriously, I, I don't see there's true. too much overlap. Now, sure, there is for some people, but in general, if you're a John Cena guy, you're not missing Raw. You're definitely not watching Dynamite. So, um, I, in general, I think that that's kind of what it is. Uh, COVID happened. Which crushed their which crushed their aesthetic. The crowd uh, went away, and they tried to do too much too quickly. See, in spite of the other two things happening. 
So basically, you're you're basically saying that the full sale crowd turned on their heroes. No, not uh, that. they weren't there. Yeah, I mean they're at dynamite now. No, 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 no. When COVID happened, peak COVID, uh, a year. Yeah, you just you just talking about the audience period, and they can't yeah, I, operate. Physically, yeah. the audience there not being there when when yeah. NXT was in um, was in full sale. That shit no, sounded like they were in a funeral home. No, no, I, I hear you, I hear you, what? but I don't know. That, no, no, no. <laughs> People, people. I think he said in denial. No, people fail to uh, forget pre Thunderdome uh, Raw <laughs> when when Steve Austin was doing what chance to the Roaches and the it, mice in the, the background. K Gates Y sixteen NST needs bring back to the obstacle courses they lit. <laughs> that was in the Wade Barrett days and the I mean, Titus O'Neil. I mean, to be fair. A Daniel Bryan promo class, you know. Oh, okay. NST will end up, and, and this is uh, Joe, our, our buddy Joe. NST will end up as the Arena Football League of Wrestling. See, see, here, here's where this That's is interesting. Because the XFL, when it came back, was definitely intriguing. Yep. And Arena Football is also intriguing because they knew what it was and it sticked and to stick to that, and people did come from a, from both, mm-hmm. and made their way been around for twenty five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I but, but see say the same thing about NXT. But see, the, 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 this is the thing, though, is that they know what they are, and NXT. And when you say they're doing too much too fast, I don't necessarily agree with that. But I also think that the idea of this continuously wanting to build instead of perfecting what they had, but that's and this what is what I really mean by doing too much. But yeah, went, but this is they what moved to two hours. They imported all these people from Raw. Uh, they they rated the Indies with no consequence whatsoever. We used to get six week storyline builds for Takeover specials, and Takeover yeah. specials have been reduced to another NXT show. They're not special yeah. anymore. They're yeah. not too much. This and and it's also this is the same thing with indie uh, independent promotions do. Sometimes they get a couple of good shows. They want to do. Uh, eight, nine, ten shows a year, and you're just like, or or, or, or they think they, they think they're doing something good and maybe bring a big guy in, and now your show is five and a half hours. <laughs> yep. Let's get to the news, sir. All Let's right, get then. to the news. <laughs> so uh, obviously, the biggest news this week, of course, is Keith Lee coming out with his revelations. CM Punk. Who? Oh, sorry. Wait, what? Yeah. Who? What is, what is this? Uh, Keith Lee coming out with his revelations that um. Uh, that he had was suffering from an inflamed heart and uh, he missed a lot of time from WWE uh, from earlier this year, February, I believe, until when he made his return, uh, you know, recently. So, you know, hopefully he comes back and comes back healthier than ever. Um, Candice, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano uh, apparently are expecting their first child, so good on them. Mm. Um, yeah, so they announced the... Uh, they announced the the, uh, the the news on Twitter uh, earlier today, I believe, and you know, so very right, cool. Another little Gargano uh, running around somewhere. <laughs> um, the AEW Dark Elevation tapings happened on Wednesday. Um, Anthony Bowens had a match, and apparently, his match uh, he had his own theme. There was no um, mention of the acclaim uh, at all. Um, and I think that that's really interesting. Uh, Max Caster, who has not been seen since uh, that, you know, his inflammatory remarks uh, in his in his rap, which, you know, that's a different a different thing. Uh, he hasn't been seen since. I think it's interesting that he's liking a lot of WWE stuff on Twitter, um, which I think is hilarious. Um, and he's removed all AEW stuff from his uh, social media thing. So uh, I don't know if he's being petty or if he's actually, you know, you know, kind of annoyed by it, but look, I, think I, the, I think the whole situation is bullshit and hilarious. I, I'll tell you where he's going to get a job at. And it, ain't the, three, it ain't the three letters you're thinking. Oh, I mean... T- TMZ. Yeah. They'll, they'll take his ass. <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe. Um, maybe. So, I, I just think it's interesting that that's kind of going down and no official you read that? word. Hmm? You read that comment? Uh, sure. read this? Uh, no, no official word from AEW on the matter. Uh, uh, KGateY16 says, NXT needs to get the hell out of the CWC 
I 100% agree with that. The Capitol Wrestle Center, uh, which is basically a bingo hall, um, you know, which is the greatest irony for, for McMahon, um, is it ain't it. It ain't, it ain't full sale. I don't know why they're not back at full sale, you know, but it, it's just something about that building that really is a part of NXT. People talk you, you about You know why they're not at full sale. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a school. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think I thought they had their own uh, separate uh, deal with the. Oh, um, um, I bet you all type of schooling contracts have been voided because of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, tell us the college football is starting up in September, so you know. Right around the corner. <laughs> they never. So, they, fucking college football never fucking gave a fucking in the first place when the well, so I'm saying, like, It's not like you know, like <laughs> so. Are we putting like you know full sale ahead of the Pac-10? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but either way, I, I think it's um, they, they definitely need to absolutely 100% need to get out of the Capitol Wrestling Center. That shit is dumb. Um, Full Sail kind of made that place. It's the Madison Square. People revere Madison Square Garden. It's it's that place for NXT. Um, you know, so that's that's the thing. Uh, GCW. Uh, they're having a show on September 4th, which of course is Labor Day weekend, which of course is in Chicago, which of course is the site of All Out and Rampage and Dynamite and their week of shows for AEW. The only reason why I'm bringing it up because, you know, I'm not going, uh, is Hooli versus Super Crazy. That might could bring me to Chicago. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck, I, everything else is happening that weekend. I really only need to see that one match and then I'm going to the airport. So we, <laughs> we might, so two chains, we might have to convene on this after the uh, <laughs> Might have to pass up the bus. The juice is loose for real, and everybody's drinking it right now. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's great, and I couldn't be better. Uh, Speaking of loose, uh, Ric Flair said he will never retire, (laughs) and he is dead serious. And you know what? You know what? Seventy what? Seventy two years old. Seventy two years old. He said he'll never retire. Cool. I hope to see Ric Flair in Japan. Uh, yeah. Tetsushi Onita is having his FWE shows, FMW shows. Um, I want to see Flair versus Onita at an FMW show. Uh, mm-hmm. Make it happen, Rick. Get your ass to Japan because mm-hmm. you know all the old guys are still doing it, and they're 70, 80 plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Flair will never retire, and I ain't mad at him. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Julius Smokes, good for you, sir. He signed MLW. Yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Get so, that bag. <laughs> good on you, sir. I hope uh, that this is exactly what I think it is. Julius Smokes is probably one of the best on the mic right now. Yeah. Um, you know, highly entertaining. So, I, you know, and he's a person of interest that's going to bring me to MOW. He's that good. Um, Tyler Breeze, he's been out of work for a little bit. And he did an interview with Chris Van Vliet, uh, his Insight podcast. And he talks about uh, his whether or not he plans to continue wrestling. Mm. He says, look, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but he says I'm 33. I can do whatever I want. He has a school. He knows that there is, you know, a brand for him, you know, and if you want, and, but then again, taking bumps is taking bumps. So um, he's not going to rush into anything, and I really don't think he should. He's he's had a great run in WWE. He was in NXT when it was good. So I'm not, you know, really mad at him, and I'm glad that he's not just rushing to be, well, Ric Flair, who will never retire. Uh, speaking of WWE, Jungle Boy said in um, being the elite recently that WWE told him he was too small, like thirty pounds too small. Now, I don't know how much it, of that is hyperbole, but I kind of believe it. No, um, he, he definitely picked up weight. I mean, when he first was in the Indies, when he's uh, working at uh, a redacted name show on the West Coast, mm-hmm. he was much smaller. He mm-hmm. has absolutely picked up weight. So yeah, but thirty pounds though, good lord. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but either way, you know, the WWE uh, uh, made a pass on him because they, you know, he was a little bit too small for them, uh, which is interesting because there's been talk about WWE and their size quotas and stuff like that. And historically, we know that, you know, Vince McMahon loves giant men that with long blonde hair. Um, it's, you know, uh, I, McMahon has I, been building his Aryan super soldier race for a long time. Let, let, let me let me say this real quick because I know this is kind of coincides with the stuff with Willa Yuta. 
WWE has a style of wrestling that they want to do. Mm-hmm. The E for the entertainment. And while some of these people are flat out pure wrestlers, if you can't do the E part, it may not work for you. So if WWE pass on you, that does not mean that you're not a good wrestler. And it also doesn't mean that they're wrong or you're wrong. It just means you didn't work for their system. How many quarterbacks do we know play hella good in college, scores endless touchdowns, and they don't go number one, number two, number three, first round, second round, because they don't fit that system? Does that mean you can't? Does that mean you cannot succeed in NFL? Absolutely not. I want to make sure I say that because I feel like people are taking these comments to say WWE are shitty. How did they pass on Willie Uta? Jungle Boy is too small. What do you mean? Hey, Jungle so Boy. What you're, you're saying too- is that Jungle Boy is the Jason Campbell of AEW? Might be the Cole Brennan, rest in peace. God damn it. Not Cole Brennan. God damn it. Right? See? See? But, and, 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 and it's true. I mean, or, I mean, let's think of a good quarterback who, who sucked in one system. And matter of fact, Ryan I Leaf. think. No. Oh. No, oh. I think I think um I think what's his name oh. for us for us now who just came from the Jets I think he may have a hell of a year because uh, Sam Donald Sam Donald who it was flat out in college went to the Jets and flat out sat on his back the entire year I think he's gonna have a good one I think it, it's it's just about being the system and I also think that um sometimes you just gotta take that criticism to realize what you need to work on and I think that Willie Uta. If if it's true saying they passed on him, then if he's working in AEW, which they haven't signed him, by the way, folks, so that did not mean that AEW has bought into him, but they're using him. And then he's definitely patting a lot of records. And then Jungle Boy, who was still very green, put on the weight, got back to working, did a lot more shows in Redacted's promotion, and look where he's at, signed and on the top of his game. Sometimes that's just all it takes. So, hey. Look at this as a positive thing. WWE pass on a person for a person to gain motivation to go back into the lab and do what they got to do. By the way, PCO, who ran in WWE, I'll say semi-popular person. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Got out on the indies, went nuts, got that bag from ROH, and is one of the most entertaining people on their roster. Did he Did he go try to go back to WWE? He sure as hell did. Did they pass? Sure as hell did. Now look where he's at. It's just, it's just the game, folks. It's just what it is. Yeah, I think that if people saw wrestling more of as more of a sport than an, a TV show, uh, that would kind of ease a lot of people. Oh my God, they're cutting so many people. If if basketball fans, if football fans. You know they have a they have like a ninety man roster. And you know, come uh, July thirty first, they need to cut down to fifty three. That means forty people have to be cut, and that is yearly, and that's normal. That's not even other other bullshit that's going to happen throughout the year. They got to yeah. cut fifty, you know, forty people uh, from training camp to the uh, main roster. Mm-hmm. People would slit their wrists if they were as sensitive as wrestling fans about people. Getting cut. <laughs> if you were a football fan or a hockey fan or a trade trade deadline. Call the hospitals. <laughs> Clear all the hospital beds. So, so what's happening uh, this weekend? Is a lot of wrestling happening this week. And of course, AEW Rampage number one in Pittsburgh. Uh, Baker versus Red Velvet. Good on Red Velvet. You know, speaking of people that kind of came out of nowhere, you know, did a thing. You know, the gimmick didn't really work at first, but look at her now. I mean, every time that they wanted to put her in a spotlight scenario. Uh, scenario she absolutely knocked it out of the park, and I hope that tomorrow night is no different. But uh, Rampage is live from Pittsburgh tomorrow. Uh, SmackDown is live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for some reason. Um, tomorrow, Ring of Honor, of course, is this weekend. Uh, New Japan Strong is going down uh, on Friday. Uh, you have Triple Mania. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Andrade. Uh, I forget who Deanna Perrazzo is, is facing, but she has a match for... Uh, uh, the, champ- the champion. Uh... Yeah. I forget the name. Uh... Yeah, but but yeah, so the Triple Mania is going to be interesting. Lucha Brothers on that show too, uh, going down in Mexico City. Uh, Rip CMLL, apparently the NXT of Mexico. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing that we'll have to talk about later. Um, New Japan Resurgence is happening uh, out in Los Angeles. Uh, you have WWE, which is live in Charlotte. Uh, it's a house show. AIW in uh, Canton. 
uh, Ohio. Progress is uh, happening, Chapter 117 in London, uh, and that is on Saturday. Um, FMW, very excited about the show in Osaka, Japan. Uh, that's going to be live, I think, Sunday afternoon in Japan, which is uh, late night on the East Coast uh, here. Um, OTT out there in Belfast, Northern Ireland is coming back uh, with another show, Space Odyssey. So there's a lot of um, a lot of wrestling happening. Uh, some of the bigger ones, some of the names that I don't know, but if there's wrestling, if this is happening near you, uh, let us know, of course. But that's the news for this week. All right. Then that means it's time for us to roll out. Um, fellas, it's been a good show. Uh, I think we should be... Wait, what's next week? Um, next